Hey, welcome to the C3 Church Victory Podcast. We pray this message will inspire you and activate your faith. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it is 2023. Oh my goodness. It's going to take me to at least April to get that right as I'm writing it down. You know, the other day I wrote 2019. I was like, um, okay. Is it, am I longing for like things of old or something? I don't know. I don't know. You know, the funny thing is, it's just another day. Yesterday was a day and today's a day, but like our attitude shifts and we're like, yeah, but it's a new year. Anything is possible. I love, I love the, uh, the blank canvas of a new year. Absolutely love it. You know, we have New Year's resolutions. We have New Year's Eve, which is the preparation for New Year's Day, which is where we sleep a lot. Is that you? Is that me? I'm having a nap later, that's for sure. But the attitude changes. There's a sense of freshness. There's a sense of newness in the air. I love it. And so today we're kicking off a brand new series called The Soundtrack of Summer, Volume 3. So good. What do you want to have on repeat in your head in 2023? Like, what do you want to have as your soundtrack? Lately for me, the, the, the tunes that have been going on in my head is definitely One Direction. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I, you know, dad of a preteen girl, that's all we listen to in the car anymore. It's just, you know, and so, and I'll just find myself, and, and my wife and my daughter can testify to this, I'll just find myself walking around the house going, and we danced on to the best song ever, we knew every, and I, and I, I know all the words now. Oh, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, anyway. But what I often do is I put on music based on how I want to feel. Anyone do that? You know, if I'm cooking, I want some, you know, some nice chill vibes. I'm going to put on some Mumford and Sons or some John Mayer. If I want to ramp things up a little bit, I might put on some, you know, some Foo Fighters in the car. Yeah, come on. Or if I'm really like want to grunt in my spirit, I might listen to some old school POD. Oh, yes, and I'll be like, yeah, devil, you can have it. You know, anyway, anyway, anyway. But I want us to look at a psalm today that is really going to set us up for the year ahead. To kick us off into the year with that sense of security, that sense of abundance, the sense of God's presence in your life, the sense that God is very, very close. And I love preaching in this kind of new year, kind of starting, end of the end of one year, beginning of the new. Because I feel like there's a, there's a changeover moment that happens because we carry so much from 2022 into the new year. Lots of good, lots of bad. We might have lots of regrets, things that we didn't do, lots of disappointments, maybe even some discouragement that's kind of crept in and now you're bringing it into the new year. Maybe you've even got some anxiety about what the new year might bring. But then we also carry into the new year a lot of gratefulness. God did so much good. I got to hang out with some friends, got to enjoy my family. You know, like maybe you're, you're really carrying into the new year this sense of peace. God is with me. You know, I'm trusting God. You know, some good things some challenging things. You know, on Christmas morning, let me tell you a quick story about what happened in the Chapman household. Uh, 
we have been, uh, you know, this kind of epitomized 2022 in one moment for our family. Uh, Beck makes this phenomenal sweet bread. It's in the shape of a circle. It's called a Quran. Can we put those up on screen? Uh, This is what she makes. They are like bigger than the size of my head. It's the best. It's so good. They're like this big. Amazing. Sweet bread. Like that's actually, there's a savory one. I don't know. She makes a savory version. They're amazing. I don't even know how she does it. I don't even know what's in them. They're just magical. It's just this lovely magic that she creates uh, every, every little while. She's like, I'll, just, I'll see like the, 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 the K-Mix stand going. And I'm like, ooh, what are you making? You know, thinking that she might be making some of those. Anyway, Christmas morning, she'd prepared two of them. They take a long time to make. And they're sitting on the, on the dining room table, ready to be taken to her. Her brother-in-law is going to stick them in the oven. Beautiful. It's going to be amazing. I am over on the side of the kitchen, and I'm ironing, you know, away. We're getting ready to leave. And, uh, and my mother-in-law, who stayed the night, she's at the dining room table. And I hear in the, in the, in the other room, I hear this, Mikey, no, 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 so- somebody help. Somebody help. And I'm like, what is going on? So I run into as fast as I can. So I, I hobble into the other room. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, no. And the dog is up at the table. Apparently, he did it very slowly. Apparently, he just crept up and was like. <laughs> and he's grabbed an un cooked Quran and started to drag it down onto the floor. And I'm like rushing in and I'm like instantly furious. And I grabbed him by the collar and took him and put him out. And just as I'm doing that, our other dog, who is also intellectually challenged, comes in and wanders into the room and goes, Ooh, look at this, and just starts to pick it up. Now, the Quran has broken in half and is now one long line. And so the dog has picked it up and looks up, and there's Beck walking into the room with this dog with the one side hanging out over here, one side like an enormous moustache that's dragging on the ground as it walks through. Like, get out of here. And we're driving to Beck's brother's house. And I said, you know what? That perfectly epitomized the Chapman 2022. (laughs) We have one complete disaster and one glorious thing we're going to eat and enjoy later on. We had so much great and so much heartache in one year. And maybe that was like you as well. Maybe you had so many good things and so many challenging things that all somehow fit into the one year. Like Beck's dad passed away less than two months ago. So much heartache, so much pain and loss. And yet in in the year we got to travel to Brisbane and Hobart and speak on marriage and churches. And like we had so many great moments and wonderful things happen in our family. And, And yet there was so much challenge at the same time. How does that work? And on the 3rd of November, I went back into my journal. On the 3rd of November, I, uh, I was looking at, uh, at the passage that God had led me to, and it was Psalm chapter 23. And I just want to give you a quick kind of guided tour through Psalm 23 in 2023. See what I did there? Yeah, so, hmm. Yeah, now you're on it. Oh, good, good, good. 
So here we go. You ready? Let's dive straight in. If, you, if you've got your Bible, get it out. If you've got your, your, your phone, get it out. Go to the Bible. It's going to be on screen anyway. starts out like this. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Whoa. I felt, when I read this, I felt like I was in the middle of a storm. I felt like I had nothing left and no wisdom for my situation. I had no strength to keep going. I felt like my tank was totally dry. And then God shows me this and his presence was so strong. And right through this verse, he just shows me the truth. That he is my guide through the darkness, through the challenge, through the fear, through the darkness. And what was really powerful for me was that I felt like I had nothing. I felt like I was lacking in pretty much every metric in my life at that one moment. It's not true, but that's how it felt. And God says to me, yeah, hang on a minute, you lack nothing. I was like, oh, wow. That's the truth about my situation. It's not necessarily how I felt about my situation. Another translation says, I have everything I need. Whoa. The Amplified Classic Version says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. The Lord is my shepherd. Like, not anything else. We often put other things as shepherds in our lives. But we have to keep coming back to, no, 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 no. No, the Lord is my shepherd. Not Twitter, not modern philosophy, not cool quotes I saw on Instagram. The Lord is my shepherd. Not my gut instinct, not my feelings, not good vibes. The Lord is my shepherd. Just Him, only Him. Yahweh, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, Jesus Christ. He is my shepherd. There's none other. And when he is my shepherd, I lack nothing. When he is my shepherd, I have access to everything I need. Everything I need is within arm's reach. You know when you set yourself up to watch a movie on the couch and you've got everything you need at arm's reach. You're like, I imagine that when Pastor Nate sits down this afternoon to watch part two of the Man United game and, and, the, and what is it, cricket? Something else is going on. <laughs> Probably. Like the Jets game. Right, right, right. You're going to have everything you need at arm's reach. Here's my chips and my sweets and my water. I'm like, I'm not getting up. No cheese? Of course, no dairy. Okay. Right, everything that I need in any situation I face, I've got everything I need at arm's reach. Wisdom, love when my tank is empty, right? Peace in a storm, faith when it's hopeless. I have everything that I need. I lack nothing. You actually lack nothing. Ephesians 1 says that we have already received every spiritual blessing in Christ. 
you lack nothing. Verse 2, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Jesus, I love this. You, you, you know, your value to God is not just based on your productivity. Right? He leads us to these quiet places where we're not going to get anything done. That's okay. It's not just your kingdom fruit bearing that's of value to him. He leads us to places of calm and quiet. And maybe you're going on holiday soon. Let God lead you to places of peace and calm. Your soul is not meant to be this constant churning level of torment and ongoing stress. There's not, you're not meant to have this low-grade anxiety all the time. That is not how He created you to live. Right? Connect into Him, into some slow living joy and goodness. I'm going to skip ahead. I'm running out of time. The next part says, He guides me along the right paths. The second part of, of verse 3. He guides me along the right paths for His namesake. This is what I needed all the way through 2022. I need your guidance. I don't know what to do. I've never faced this situation before. What the heck? I don't know how many times I said that last year. Well, this is new. I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to love here. I don't know how to cope now. I don't know how long this is going to last. How do I walk through this with some level of decorum? He guides me along the right paths. And then the answer to all those questions, what do I do now? It's so different when the Lord is my shepherd. It's, the answers are so different because now I'm looking to Him for guidance, not for Google to, for guidance. Unless I'm Googling for a verse that fits my situation. That's okay, people. That is, that's accepted in Christendom in this day and age. You're welcome. Verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know it says the darkest valley on screen, it can also say the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. How powerful is that when you can say, even though I will fear no evil. That's powerful because God is with me. Mountaintops, deep, dark valleys. Some really dark valleys last year for us, for me. Some valleys are so dark, they feel like the shadow of death is hanging around. You know when you're watching a movie and the music changes and the lighting changes and you're like, someone's about to die. <laughs> no way. You know? That's what a dark valley might feel like sometimes. Something, I feel like there's a stench of death around here. But you know what? It's just a shadow. Maybe, maybe some things do need to die in that moment. Maybe your self-sufficiency needs to die. Maybe your poor theology about how, how God wants to make you happy needs to die. Maybe you, maybe you holding God at arm's length needs to die. Maybe your unhealthy expectations might need to die. Man. Maybe your love of sin needs to die. Maybe your poor relationship with prayer and your Bible needs to die. Sorry, not sorry. 
I love what Pastor Keith said about this many years ago. He says, you know what? If it says that the shadow of death, the shadow means there's light somewhere. <laughs> because God is with me in the midst of whatever I'm going through. He is here. The gospel of Jesus is the opposite of abandonment. The gospel of Jesus is the opposite of abandonment. He says, I am with you. Surely I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Pastor Nate talked about God with us, Emmanuel. He is with you. Like Christmas at home. How good was Christmas at home? Oh, oh, I was, I was like, wow, we can do stuff this good? This is awesome. I loved it. Verse five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Honestly, hang around in this scripture for a while. I love this. I overflow in the midst of war. You get to feast in front of your enemies. I see about what we had on Christmas morning and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. The devil does want to take me down. Sometimes there's a demon in my face. But you know what? I'm just going to go over here and I'm going to have a sit. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have another bacon and egg roll with smoky barbecue sauce and extra bacon. And I'm going to have Tasman sea salt flakes on there as well because apparently that's really good. And then after I'm done, I'm going to have a coffee and a slice of that Quran that made it. And then I'm going to get up and I'm going to grab my sword that's been resting against the table that God prepared for me. And I'm getting back to the battle with a sense of vigor and determination. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You get to overflow in times of war. Sometimes you need self-care, yes. Sometimes you need to get in the presence of God and let Him revitalize your soul. Yeah, the battle's fierce sometimes, but God plans a pause. He plans a moment. He plans a, 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 a feast. And he says, just come aside a minute. Just come aside. I, I'm picturing like Lord of the Rings level battlefield, right? And there's this little spotlight over here. And, and God's like, come over. And you're like, ching, 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 ching. Hang on. Well, this is all right, isn't it? Battles raging around you. And you're eating and looking at Jesus and smiling and you're being refreshed on the inside. And then you get back up and you're like, all right, you know, you as they do in the movies and you're like, let's go. And, and, and if you're me, you probably walk around your house going, Darren's back. <laughs> you know, you're like super, super self-confidence. 
I love verse six. This is where we're gonna land it right. Verse six says, Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness is experienced. His love is felt. I love this, this uh, that both of these are gonna follow us into 2023. Goodness and love. The goodness of God and the love of the Father. I love the last thing that he says. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He is so confident about his future. Are you confident about your future? Are you confident about what's gonna happen in five years time, this year, tomorrow? David is. David's like, I got security. I got peace. And I'm confident in where the Father is taking me. David's like, God's got this. The Father's got this. And so I can rest. Even in a battle, I can rest because my Father has got this. What's God saying to you over 2023? Thanks for making time to hear this message today. We encourage you to connect with us by heading to c3victory.org.au.